0: welcome to the melancholy man podcast my name is shady i aim to keep my podcast to around 10 minutes or less which i refer to as knowledge bullets as some of you might know i only committed to a set of six episodes on the topics of mental health with the goals of purely helping people it surprised me the level of support i've received so far and i would certainly look at maybe doing a few more episodes in the future depending on the feedback so if you want to see more please get in touch with me, especially if it's helped you in any way. I wanted to tie the five previous episodes together with this last one. We all need this tool in order to make any significant changes in our lives. It's a little something called motivation. I've struggled with this for much of my adult life and wanted to share with you some of the science and insights I've found in hope that you might be able to use some of this newfound motivation to re-listen to the previous episodes and think of putting some of these different ideas into practice. Let's learn and find out what science says on the subject of motivation and how we can all push forwards towards our goals of improving our lives and mental health. So without further ado, I bring to you today's episode called motivation. all well and good learning new things in podcasts, books, online etc but I can assure you all of it means nothing without taking some form of action and by association having the appropriate motivation. When I say action I don't mean playing eye of the tiger whilst doing mental exercises but rather simple small things to get to your goals. It doesn't it also isn't just a coincidence that I've chosen motivation as the last episode. Motivation, as anyone with depression or mental health considerations will tell you, is a very tough thing to get. With that in mind, I'd like to discuss a study I found in the Journal of Neuroscience called "Dopaminergic Mechanisms of Individual Differences in Human Effort-Based Decision-Making published on May the second, 2012. Links in the description. They used a brain mapping technique called positron emission tomography PET scan as some of you might know it as. Finding that go-getters who were willing to work hard for rewards had higher release of the neurotransmitter dopamine in areas of the brain known to play an important role in reward and motivation specifically in the area of the brain called the striatum and ventromedial prefrontal cortex. On the other hand, and this is the important bit, slackers who were less willing to work hard for a reward had high dopamine levels in another brain area that plays a role in emotion and risk perception, the anterior insula, as it was called. I won't go into the details of the study too much, but they used used a money motivator with a set of tasks, all with a level of risk attached to them. This reward chemical, dopamine, isn't always related to the positive. We know from many other different studies that it impacts memory, behaviour and cognition, attention, sleep, mood, learning and pleasurable reward. It's in essence your natural motivator to show that it's not always positive, an example was found in soldiers that had PTSD. When they heard gunfire, it would send dopamine to their brain too. There's obviously nothing pleasurable about hearing gunfire as a veteran with PTSD. But what it actually highlighted is how dopamine plays a role in motivating us before we obtain rewards, motivating us to achieve or avoid something bad too. So what does this tell us? Perception is everything. How you have lived your life thus far has had a significant impact on where your brain sends its reward chemical. This is not your fault, and there's nothing wrong with you. I can't stress that enough. Just like I've mentioned in previous episodes, what you do and think literally reinforces itself, which is the whole reason why things like circumstantial depression can manifest into a long-term illness. The following quote is from a neuroscientist, Julie Willis, M.D., in a chapter aptly named, If you're burnt out, your brain has rewired to survival mode. Quote, Neurons that fire together, wire together. The brain literally rewires to be more efficient in conducting information through the circuits that are most frequently activated. As you internalise your thwarted efforts to achieve your goals, and interpret them as personal failure, your self-doubt and stress will activate and strengthen your brain's involuntary reactive neural networks. As these circuits become automatic go-to networks, the brain is less successful in problem solving and emotional control. When problems arise that previously would have been evaluated by higher brain's reasoning, the dominant networks in the lower brain usurp control, end quote. Judy explains further in her article that if you're constantly associating effort towards failure, then your dopamine reactions will start to have a negative effect, just as discussed in the study. Right, now to the action. What can you do to practically change this? It's going to sound simple, but that's because it is. But that doesn't mean that it's easy. You need to break things down into small chunks that are designed to give you positive results. My initial reactions to things like this is usually cynicism. I'm hoping that many of you, like me, will find solace in the science and actually be willing to give it a try. You will need to think about something specific you can invest yourself into. Here's one quick and easy example that's linked to a whole raft of other benefits and some of you may know what I'm about to say but physical exercise is super important I don't mean smashing the gym to try and look like Arnie but maybe try going for a small walk or meeting some other physical training goals by starting off very small and incrementally building them up then this is the super important bit rather than looking at other people and thinking how much better they are at walking than you for example Sit down for a few minutes, and really focus and embellish on what you've just done. you finished what you needed to do, and now you need to spend the time celebrating and being proud about what you've done. Because just like we've explored in the science, it's about rewiring your brain. You can apply this same logic to a whole raft of other activities, such as making your own videos or creative projects using videography, going to meet-up groups, cleaning your room or house, etc. You're okay to even set bigger goals, but it's important to break them down into smaller chunks you can celebrate on a regular basis. In closing, it would mean the world to me if you were able to walk away from these episodes with the motivation and insights to help you push forward with your life. You are important. You are loved. Even if you don't feel that way right now, it's only because you haven't reached your full potential yet. You have so much to offer this world, and every day you say to yourself you can't, it's another day someone is missing out on the love and amazingness you bring to the world around you. I really hope you have enjoyed these episodes, and I truly appreciate every single comment I've received. Learn something new and share it with the world. Well wishes from me, Shady. Thanks for listening to the Melancholy Man podcast. Until next time.